What is happening, Financial Freedom Fast fam? Bonus episode, baby. I said it. Bonus episode. Bonus episode. Let's drop this thing, man. Rob Coldwell, if you didn't listen to the episode from yesterday, listen to it. He is an expert on managing properties. He had a property management company that managed over 3,000 properties. But this bonus episode today, we are digging into spirituality, mainly on the business side of things and how spirituality can relate to your business. Rob and I have talks on this type of stuff all the time, and I thought it would be great to share this as a bonus episode. We will probably do another big episode somewhere down the line here on spirituality. But for today, let's jump into the bonus episode, baby. You are going to a Steven Singer. He's the jewelry guy. The, the jewelry. He's the I hate Steven Singer. That's why. <laughs> oh, Steven Singer. No, a singer, Michael Singer, dude. <laughs> I hate Singer. Singer when you're going ninety five. Steven, dude, I'm gonna edit all this shit out. <laughs> yeah, you gotta leave that part. Yeah, I might honestly, I might leave all this. But Michael Singer, you're going to Michael Singer. Yeah, the author of the Untethered Soul. You are going to a retreat for him. It's a spiritual work that you're doing there. You have told me, and we've talked about spirituality in the past. How has spirituality affected your look on business? Ooh, I like that question. That's a good question. Not everybody links the two. Not everybody links the two, Matt. They almost think if they get to get spiritual and that's hard to determine, like, what does even that mean to people? So maybe let's start with defining what spirituality is. You want me to do it or you to do it? I have a hard time defining what spirituality is. It's a level above the personal mind for sure. And for me, I can done enough meditation and prayer and really uh, that, that quote that religion is for people that are afraid of hell and spirituality is for people who've already been there. I've been there. Like I've been in the grip of not fun stuff going on in my world, from my own head, what I would project out into the future. So spirituality to me is as simple as rising above the voice in my head, the egoic mind, the personal self, personal mind, whatever you want to call it, and being able to be a witness observer, consciousness watching the thoughts. Yeah. That's, we there? Is that yeah. good enough definition? Yes. Okay. So then how does it work for me? I'll say what I've been doing, what happened this morning. Quick scenario. I do a Facebook Live last week in a town that I buy in. I'm showing off the renovations we're doing. A buddy of mine who's a broker messages me and says, yeah, I got 14 units off market. I've known this seller for years. He finally gave me the green light. Cool, man. I'm interested. We get an appointment set up this past Friday. We go out to the appointment admiring these buildings that we're looking at building bonding and rapport is what I know how to do with the seller. And I'm under the impression that my buddy, my broker has this under agreement. He doesn't have an under agreement. The seller has told the man that, that he's going to give him first crack at selling it. So I think I have a little bit of time to do due diligence. And I'll tell you what, I can geek out on spreadsheets and construction. And okay. So long story short, my business partner and I mail out direct mail letters all the time. So I'm working on this deal and going through the floor plans and how much can I afford to pay for this, for these properties is really what I'm figuring out. 
the seller texts and emails my business partner, doesn't know we're partners potentially, I don't think he does, saying, hey, you many months ago mailed me a letter. I'm just following up. I'm getting ready to sell these. Whoa. Spirituality, my egoic mind, and certainly my broker buddy, when I told him that we got this text message, is anger. That's what came up. It was this, oh man, he lied to us. And how's he going to do that to us? Very self-centered thinking the personal mind is. So we discussed it. I said, look, Brady, I'm ready to put this under letter of intent. Okay. I don't know how many people he's marketed this out to. I thought we had a little bit more time. I don't think we need to say anything. Here's my number. Let's send out an LOI, give him to Wednesday, and see if he responds. Really? You don't think we should tell him? I'm pissed off still. Hey, man, I get it, but how is that going to help us? I can't tell you, Matt, how many deals I've missed out on because I let the lower self get involved, and I want it to be right. It's not worth being, I want the assets, but I'm not going to lust for the assets. That's the other side of it. I am completely imperturbable whether this man agrees to my LOI or not. If it's Mm -hmm. not meant to be, it's not meant to be. And that, to me, is spirituality, where it's not all about me. It's not all about the deal. There's levels of consciousness much higher than this plane that Mm -hmm. we're on. And that's why I'm going to get on a plane and do a five-day retreat. Out, We stay outside of the Michael Singer's A Thousand Acres in a lot of Florida. Steven Singer, Michael Singer. We stay outside there. We go there in the morning and in the evening for the talks and the yoga and the meditation. And then we'll do some other fun stuff. And for me, it's changed my world. So I meditate twice a day now, 15 to 20 minutes minimum. And I can't wait to do it. I love to do it. Then I do what are called tent pole exercises. Throw about every 60 to 90 minutes. I put my arms above my head. Right. So my biceps are by my ears and I'm just like breathing in for four. I'm breathing mm-hmm. out for five. Mm-hmm. And I am just like releasing, letting go, breathing, relaxing because. What does it look like? Let me see it. Yeah. Ten pole. So arms higher up, biceps by your ear. Cross it's your like, finger. Uh, that's like I'm in that position a lot when, when I do Bikram yoga. And the sun salutations. It's one of the movements in the, yeah, sure. I just hold that for about a minute or so. I do a little breathing when I, before I start up my car, before I shut it off. I'm just coming back. I don't want to lose that seat of centeredness because look, business is easy to me, but I have four little kids upstairs. They all have little egos, all except one has Down syndrome. I don't think there's an ego there. That could be a whole nother episode. Uh, the others... They hold on to stuff. Hey, dad, are we doing this? We doing that? What this? What's that? So I need to be centered everywhere I go. And the prayer and the meditation and then those tent poles is, is what helps me out. That's what my little post-it note says here. Stretch and breathe every 90 minutes. My other one says watch and be mindful. Be mindful of my tone. And so that's how it relates for me for business. Before I couldn't handle, look, man, I have a lawsuit going on right now. I had to sue somebody, didn't want to have to do it, but couldn't sort it out. I paid him for all these windows. They never even bought the windows. I paid him to, this is one of my first renovations. Then I have another one where there was a slip and fall that turned into a death at one of the properties that we manage. Really sad stuff involved in that. Buying these 41 doors, managing these, helping to lead and set the strategy for other offices and family and life. And meanwhile, you want to take care of your health and you want to have some fun and adventure and all these other things. So the 
spirituality to me, it's, it, we are all spiritual. We may not be aware of it, but we're spiritual beings having a human experience. That is my experience. Not even, it's beyond belief at this point. So I think from what you've said, what I've heard is that this practice of digging deeper into your spirituality has allowed you to better control your emotions, not even control your emotions, but see your emotions and not get caught up in them in the business. Don't get angry at the guy who's sending out the messages. Don't get upset with the the person that you need to sue. Whether you may feel the emotions that you're upset, you're sitting behind it, acknowledging the upsetness, the anger that is there, and still you're just that witness, that spirit that is there watching it all go down. But Because uh, you can get upset all you want. Just don't fire off the email. Yeah. Oh, why, why put something out there that is like, the only thing that you doing something negative, the only person that it hurts is you. Like it doesn't, and why would you even want to hurt somebody else? Even the intention of wanting to hopefully hurt somebody else is just not, it only hurts you too. And it doesn't mean that if there's some something going on, it doesn't mean you can't raise your voice. doesn't mean you can't respond with anger. Certain situations may absolutely call for that. My little girl's running out the front door and that's not like cars and stuff. I'm going to yell. I'm not going to mm-hmm. sit there and pray about it. I'm going to, I'm going to go take action. It allows me to take the, the purposeful action. Probably, right. probably with the least amount of energy. Yeah, you've made a great distinction there because I think I used to want to shy away from it because it's, I don't want to be this guy in a white robe with a wooden <laughs> spoon in the Himalayas. Dude, that's not what Michael Singer's about at all, which yeah. is why I go to see him. And if yeah. anybody wants to know about him, the book I recommend is to start with the surrender experiment because that's a little bit of his life story. Then you get an untethered soul and then living untethered. And there's a 30-year resident who's been at the temple. It's basically an ashram. His name's Tim Davis. He's my coach. He's my spiritual coach. And I've been very pleased with those results of working with Tim and him working with me and helping me with those tent poles and the meditation and things that are called samskaric energy that we've built up. Mm-hmm. We've we've been passed from g- generations to let go of that. Hey, you're part of my satsang. Ah. The satsang. The your group of spiritual people. Yeah, I just made you a part of that. I like it. That's it, dude. Final questions here, and this is t- totally off topic from where we were at before. What is one actionable step our listeners should take today to start on their path towards financial freedom? Wow. Define what their why is. Define what they think they're going to feel like, act, be like. What's going to change with this, whatever this financial freedom looks like to them? Why do they want that? And then just sit with it. Sit with it again. Look back at the question. Look back at the answer. And then the universe, if they can get still enough, it'll let them know the next thing to do. And enjoy where they're at right now. Don't set it up as this future thing. When I get there, then I'll be happy. Then I'll feel this way. Then I don't. 
because I did that stuff for a while and then I got there and I wasn't those things and then I didn't know what the hell to do. Talk about an existential crisis. Find the why, sit in the why and be in the moment. Because honestly, I, I find myself even being out here in Paris right now, I'm like, ah, when I get home in April, I have this marking that's going on. It's going to bring me all these deals. It's going to do this. My financial future is going to be even better. But what if it's not? Why am I even worrying about that stuff now? Just be here, be where I'm at, do what I need to do now and make it. Thanks make for it listening crazy. to the what Financial Freedom Fast Podcast. The show that teaches you to buy back your time and live life on your terms. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening and follow us online at Matt Amabile. That's Matt, A-M-A-B-I-L-E. Be sure to tune in Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for our weekly podcast drops. Thanks for listening. Let's retire together.